Bibles, we're in the Sermon on the Mount, so uh, Matthew chapter 6 is where we're at now, verses 1 to 4. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. So we've been going through Sermon on the Mount for a little while now. It's uh, probably one of my favourite passages in the Bible. Um, it's really, yeah, it's really awesome. So we're going to have it uh, just behind me and we're going to read that together. Um, so Matthew 6, verses 1. So Beware of practising your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues, which is like uh, a Jewish church, and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, um, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Can you join with me? Let's pray. I want to commit this time to God. Uh, Lord, we just want to come before you. um, No matter what's happened in our week, no matter what's happened this year, Lord God, whatever has come our way, Lord, we just want to lay before you. We want to come before you right now in humility. We want to surrender that to you, that you know what's happening in our lives. You know what's happening around us, Lord. Uh, You are sovereign. You are in control. You love us and I pray that you would just make that so evident to each and every one of us tonight. Lord, I pray that we'll feel refreshed and Lord, that you would just speak through your word tonight and it would just edify us. Amen. So, who's got some sort of social media? Come on, come on. I know all of you do. (laughs) Pretty much all of us have some sort of social media, yeah? Have you ever seen... Those videos where somebody's doing like a real random act of kindness, yeah. Maybe there's like a, there's someone videoing it and there's kind of like a, maybe there's a, a poor person or a homeless person and they've got like a, a big bushy beard, their hair's just gone crazy because they've been living on the streets, they've got pretty tattered clothes because they've been in extreme kind of circumstances. And I've seen these ones and it, they're really cool videos, they're really special and they might kind of go down to the uh, to barber and they'll get the, the beard trimmed or fully off. They'll get them like a really nice haircut, get them a full thing of new clothes, get some new shoes, maybe give them a steak lunch or something like that and maybe some extra stuff. Have you seen one of them before? Yeah? Um, they're, they're, there's so many of those kind of videos. Or you see those, I see a lot of the videos around like Christmas time where someone will just kind of give like say $500 to just a parent at a toy store, kind of going, give this to like... You need this this time of year, this time of year, because you're in need and there's, there's a lot to buy, there's, their finances are slimmed and there's these different ra- random acts of kindness. And these are really beautiful acts of giving, yeah? They're really amazing. We 100% need more of this in our world, yeah? We need more of a giving spirit. We need a people, we need as people, as human beings in general, to be generous to each other. We want to be giving. However, these kinds of acts of kindness, particularly the ones that are done in, in, in videos, can, some, can sometimes end up being a, a kind of a modern day version of what Jesus has talked about in this passage. It can end up being that way if we're not careful. Because one of Jesus' points here is that we shouldn't be like these Pharisees, these religious leaders of the time. 
in this instance because they were, they were giving to other people to be seen by others. They were giving to other people, to people to be seen by others. They liked being praised. They liked the attention. And they liked people kind of knowing them for these really, really good things. And after this passage that we did today, this is only four verses, he, Jesus explains this kind of same principle when it comes to prayer and fasting, which we'll hear next week from Pastor Graham. And he says, like, they, these same people did it with fasting, that they would do it for all to see. They wanted people to glorify them. They'd do it with prayer, that they'd just use all these huge amounts of words. They'd just go over and above to be seen by others when they're praying as well. So this is kind of a bit, the first of a trilogy of things that he's kind of pointing out. And their intention is in the wrong place. They want to be seen by others. And when you, we look at our modern day, some people, some people for sure do these videos, I reckon. They, they for sure do these videos to be seen by others, to be seen. They do it from a motivation to get more likes, maybe some more subscribers, more comments or more shares and these different things. So maybe that they can make some more money or maybe that they can be seen by others and thought really well of and it'd be a topic of discussion. And this is what the Pharisees are doing. They're doing this. They're giving, not because it's a good thing to do. They're not doing it just because it's a good thing to do, uh, that God tells us to do this. He wants us to be able to to bless other people by our giving and we want to glorify him in doing that. They're not, they seem to be, from Jesus' kind of evaluation, they're not doing it for those reasons, yeah? They're doing it to be seen, to be praised by others. And their reward, that's their reward. In, in, in short, this is their reward that they actually got that praise from others. They were seen by others. They were seen by others. Rather than it being God-focused, it was me-focused. So, if you get one thing out of this, out of this uh, short sermon tonight, I really want us to see that Jesus, what Jesus is getting at here, what he's getting at here is to do with our intentions. It's to do with the intentions of our heart. It's to do with our intentions. He's more concerned with what's happening in our hearts, with our intentions, than he is with what we're doing. He's more concerned with the intentions of the heart behind what we're doing. And to use our illustration again with the the homeless person getting a makeover, getting a steak, getting some new clothes and that kind of thing, you could, I mean, sometimes it's more obvious than others, but really... You could do that from bad intentions or you could do it with good intentions and they'd look fairly similar, right? We've probably seen them. Like I've said, we've seen videos where people do these things and it seems like, wow, that's such a generous, nice thing to do. And you, they, we don't really know their intentions, whether it was to get more fame, to, to be seen or whether it genuinely was just to share it, just to share. It could seem like it. And... They have a lot of potential to, to look quite similar is what I'm saying. But Jesus is looking at the heart. He's looking at the heart motivation. And what Jesus is, is getting at is he's getting the, that at the point that our heart's intentions when we give, and in general, but in this specific example, is to be about others and about him. Our intentions should be pure, not about us. But let's a little 
I just want to want to dig a little bit deeper. So we're talking about intentions tonight. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so a few observations about giving in this passage. So giving in this passage is kind of a presumption, yeah. It's it's kind of assumed that we're giving in a way. And now we're going to talk about tithing for the next 30 minutes. Now I'm joking. <laughs> he says, when you give, not if you give, when you give. He's not saying if you give. And we, <clears throat> we could go into a theology of giving here for the next hour or so, but simply put, a God is a generous God. He's a generous God. He's a giving God. The biggest gift we get, obviously, is our salvation. We get, we get Jesus himself. And that's an amazing, amazing gift that we get. God's <clears throat> seen to be generous and to give us so much in throughout history and throughout our lives. Uh, what we have, we can owe to him. And he's a generous God. So being that we serve a giving and a generous God, the presumption here is that we're a people that that give of ourselves, that we, that we give to others. We don't just hoard everything to ourselves. And I'll elaborate that on in a minute. <clears throat> the presumption is that we, we, we give as well. If you have more than enough, then we bless those in need. Sometimes we do it when we don't have enough. This is a huge thing <clears throat> that Christians did, in particular in the first three centuries and, and pretty much all throughout history up until now. And where they were known for how much they sacrificially give. They saw that there was a God that, that Jesus would give his life. He, he saw how he um, lived his life on this earth and they, they, they pretty much replicated that in their own way and they, they were a giving people. They gave of themselves all the time. And often, like most of the time, it seemed like it, it, was, it was inconvenient. It didn't work for them. It was not in their personal favour to give, to, to help people in need, to help the people in the streets, to take in people and look after them and so on and so forth. You think of most charities now are still have kind of a Christ, at least a Christian basis or they are actually Christian at their very foundation. Um, that's what it was birthed out of. We saw that there was a giving and loving God so we wanted to do the same. So giving in a way is a it's a presumption. It's, it's presumed that we do it um, as Christians, as followers of Jesus, as a follower of a God that is generous and that gives. So when it comes to giving, what this passage is referring to, though, is, um, as far as I can tell, is more specifically to kind of giving to the poor um, and giving to the needy. It's, it's more specifically to do that. It's originally less to do with kind of other forms of, of giving, like serving in a church, or maybe you give your time or your finances and things like that. Um, it's less to do with that side of things. But if we're looking at the intention of the heart here, um, if we're looking at intentions, it wouldn't be kind of, it wouldn't be too much of a step to kind of go, well, that, that kind of applies to every other area of our life, right? The intention behind whether we give time to go have a coffee with someone or where we give time in a ministry, we give uh, money toward um, the, uh, the church, like us as the church, so we can do missions, so we can do evangelism, so we can have uh, structures and people in place to help us become better disciples and grow that make new disciples and so forth. I think it still applies there because it's the intention of our heart. It's the intention of our heart. 
Maybe someone is giving, for instance, maybe sometimes we can, I think about kind of serving in, in ministries. Yeah, that's, that's an easy one. Um, we, we think about serving in, in ministries. And sometimes I think, in ch- I'm talking about churches in general. I'm not specifically talking about here. Because <coughs> um, God knows the intentions of our heart. But sometimes we serve from the wrong intention. Um, sometimes our intentions are really not correct. Maybe, they, maybe we do kind of want to be seen by people, um, by doing these different things, yeah? Where you kind of go, where you kind of meet up with someone that maybe doesn't go to church or whatever, and, you come, and they're like, oh, yeah, what do you do? And you're like, oh, yeah, I serve this and this and this. And you seem like this really virtuous person, and it's kind of to be seen by others. Or maybe it's by, out of kind of obligation, yeah? could be out of obligation because that's just that's kind of what Christians do. I'm not saying that the, um, the kind of the outworking, what we get from someone serving, even from not in, like the purest of intentions, is bad. I'm sure, for instance, when he's talking about um, the Pharisees giving money to the poor and the needy, I'm pretty sure the poor and the needy probably still appreciated it. Do you know what I mean? Even if their intentions were bad. Um, or about themselves. So you can, in the same way, some, there's a certain degree where we still flourish from people serving, even if they are, not always, but uh, quite often, even if it's not from the purest of intentions. But sometimes our intentions and our, our motivation of our heart can be in the wrong spot. And again, I'm not saying that these types of things won't bring anything positive. They, they can What I am saying and what I believe Jesus is getting at here though is that we need to strive to let our giving come from the overflow of our well-intended hearts. It should overflow from a heart that sees a giving God that's given so much to us and we want to give back. Whether I was even just talking to someone before the service is that whether you look like you're fully engaged all the time in, in your ministry or in giving to other people, that's different. If your intention's there and you're just tired as anything, that's okay. That's good. Do you know what I mean? But it's better than kind of just begrudgingly doing it from the wrong intentions because that's just what you do. We want to give. We want to be a generous people because we serve a generous God. When we give to the needy, give to the church, or give of our time, our talents, our resources in ministry, we must strive to make our motivations God and others focused, not us focused. We're not the point. We're a part of it, but we're not the point. Because whilst wrong motivations can still sometimes be beneficial when it comes to giving, I think the right motivations will just, it'll just sing out. It'll be like a light being seen by others. It'll, it'll show. Your right intentions and your good intentions will show and that will reflect the God that we serve. Because people aren't silly. They can tell when you're faking it. They can tell when it's from the wrong heart. And I've learned this myself in, in many ways. It's not, it's not hard. People do see it. They do see when you're not genuine, genuine and it's not coming from the right intentions. So I wanted to kind of go to this idea of, of this secret giving because he talks about kind of don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing or the opposite way around, I can't remember. Um, so essentially what, what Jesus is saying here is instead of being like these Pharisees, these religious leaders who, 
who like to be seen and glorified by others um, to be seen, you should let your giving be done in secret. Instead of being for all to know, it should be in secret. So, so secret that your other hand doesn't even know. So secret that a part of you doesn't even know what's happening. But if, if anyone remembers... In this, like the chapter just before this, the chapter before this, it says this, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. And here's the thing I want to get at. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works, and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. What's going on here? <laughs> it's like one minute he's saying, no, do it in secret. The other is just like, no, let everyone see it. Kind of, and I want to tease this out a little bit because I think this is really important. In one passage, we're told to let our light shine before others so that they may see the good works that we do. We're told in one passage, like a chapter before. But then in another which we're going through tonight, it says to do them in secret. Has, he, has, has Jesus just lost his mind here? Has he just forgotten what's happening here? Did he change his mind? And the, the short answer is no, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't change his mind because these passages actually are quite similar but probably come from a, a little bit of a different angle. They're, they're very similar but come from different angles. And what you'll notice is that Jesus says, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works, and here's the key bit, and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. The difference is that it's the glory is being given to the Father in heaven, not to yourself. There's a key difference here. And this comes back to the intentions of the heart. It comes back to the intentions of your heart. The intention here is to give glory to our Father, to God. The reason for doing these good works and the object of our praise is not ourselves, but it's God. It's Him. And therefore we want people to see them. We want people to see these good works because we want people to see Jesus. We want people Again, people will know you. They'll see your motivation nine times out of ten. They'll know if you're being genuine or not. And we want people to see that genuine motivation. We want to almost be that signpost of like, hey, I'm, I'm doing this, but not for me, but I'm doing this because I know someone who's, who's super generous to me, that gave me life, that gave me salvation, that gave me purpose in this world. I want you to know them. That's letting your light shine. That's letting your light shine. <clears throat> and what Jesus is saying then in this current passage we're going through with the kind of um, don't let one hand know what the other is, do your kind of uh, acts of righteousness in secret, what he's getting at here is don't do it for your own glory. If you're so, so tempted to do this for your own glory and you can't seem to do it just for Jesus or it's like if you're really, really struggling with giving and you can't do it in front of people without the fear that kind of like, yes, I'm awesome, I want everyone to see me, then do it in secret. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> if you can't let your light shine in, in, in this particular case with giving, don't do it out in the open. <clears throat> Give. 
Give as, as, as secret as you can. As, and in a sense, it's saying, do it with humility. Do it with humility where it's not about you and however, whatever way you can try to not make it about yourself and not be seen by doing these really good things, do it. If you're tempted to do that, then do it in secret. People are meant to see our good and righteous deeds, but they're meant to be signposts to Jesus, not us. And if we feel that we're not capable of doing that and we want to make it about ourselves, then we need to do it in secret. That's his principle here. The intentions of our heart need to be geared toward God and his glory and helping other people rather than it being about Pretty simple. So I just wanted to touch on this before I finish up, but he talks about rewards as well. He kind of goes, yeah, um, go back to, could you go to the slide with the, yeah, yeah. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Um, <clears throat> and then in verse 2, he says, Truly I say to you, you have received your reward. And then right at the end of uh, verse 3 as well, and your father who sees you in secret will reward you. So it's this kind of theme of reward that keeps coming up here. And I won't go too deep with this tonight. <coughs> well, I think it's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. And essentially he's, he's, he shows this kind of contrast between two different kind of rewards, that people um, who do this for their own glory, they get what they deserve, they get their reward there and then, but they don't get a reward from God. They get what they wanted, in a way. For instance, the guy, the person who puts a video up online, maybe, for their own glory, again, I'm not saying that they're all bad intentioned, I'm not saying that, but for the person that did, they got what they they wanted. They got the reward that they were after. They got likes, they got comments, they got shares, they might have got more money. They people were kind of like, man, man, that that guy's awesome. And I think of him really, really great. That's what he got. That's his reward. And it was right there and then. And essentially what Jesus is saying is that it's just like your 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 heart this kind of treasure is more about your own praise than it is about me. And you got it. You got what you wanted. Here you go. Do you know what I mean? And But he's saying there is a much, much better reward in not making it about yourself. Where your intentions are about God and helping other people and giving him glory and just loving those around you, whether it benefits you or not. And <clears throat> whether this reward means something here and now, it definitely means something in eternity was God. Because he sees our intention of our heart. We might not always get it right. We might not always feel right, but he sees the intention of our heart. He does. And he will reward us for this. Sometimes it is in real time. Sometimes, I don't know, this is really, it might sound cheesy, but honestly, when you give to someone and you just do it because you love the person, it feels more awesome. Like you kind of are rewarded a little bit in that moment. You are. It's, always, it's way better to give than it is to receive all the time. It's way better to give. And that's a reward. And maybe you see that people come to know Jesus. Maybe you're uplifted in your faith. Maybe you grow. It could be umpteen different things of how he kind of goes, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you because you've made this about me 
and you've loved humanity, you've loved my creation around you. But at the very least, we have a reward in heaven with Jesus. We have him, which is the best gift we could have. Um, so I'm going to invite the, uh, the worship team to come up again. Um, and I, I just want us, in concluding, is just to examine the intentions of our heart. And if maybe tonight, I'm not, and that can be really hard and can change from time to time and it, the, the heart is a very complicated thing. <laughs> it's a very, very complicated thing. But I want us to, if you feel led, spend a little bit of time in these, this last song or two um, to spend time with God kind of going, God, what are my intentions? Are they right? Are they good? And Lord, can you please help me? Can you help me in this to help me not be so about myself it's kind of like humanity 101 we're pretty good at making things about us um but god well, i don't want to be that way anymore i want to be about you i want to love you and i want to be able to love other people and, and be a signpost to you so lord can you help me show me what i need to do empower me i just encourage you to spend a bit of time with god tonight in in doing that because I think we would need to be a people that are generous, that we give. We give back to God. We give to those around us, but we want to do it for his glory. Let me pray. Lord, I thank you that you just you gave us the, the biggest gift that we could ever have, that we ever needed, and that we never deserved. Um, and Lord, I pray that if that, the kind of the coolness, the awesomeness, the, the beauty of that gift, if it's, if it's kind of not as much there. Lord, I pray that you would just make that so clear to us, Lord. Fill us with the joy of our salvation here tonight, that we know you, that we have freedom from sin, that we have relationship with you, that you are a giving God. And Lord, help us out of that, out of our relationship to give wholeheartedly to you and to others, Lord that our life, Lord, would just be a sacrifice, a living sacrifice towards you here tonight and into the rest of our week, into the month, into the year, into our lives, Lord. Amen.